Ready to keep you company wherever you are. Carte Blanche, the podcast, brings you immersive, hard-hitting stories anytime, anywhere, every week. Formula One. It's fast, it's furious, and, well, it hasn't been seen in South Africa for close to 30 years. But that could soon change, should things work out in our favor. Derek Watts met with Formula One enthusiast Sasha Martinengo to find out whether we could see F1 cars racing round the Kailami track in 2024. Sasha, tell us about where it all started, your love for Formula One. Oh, Derek, when I was a kid, my first race, I went in 1977, um, Kyle Army. My dad took me there and um, I just fell in love with these cars. In those days, you could walk around the cars. Um, and because of my Italian heritage, I said to my dad, why are you, why is everyone looking at the red cars? And that's where my love for Formula One came and of course for Ferrari. But since then, I've just tried to become a student of Formula One to learn more and more all of the time. There's a name for Ferrari fanatics. Yeah, the Tifosi. Tifosi. You know, the Tifosi, that's it. Uh, they are the fans of, of uh, Ferrari. So you are a Tifosi. I'm a proper Tifosi. <laughs> and um, things are sort of mixed fortunes this year? Well, you know what? I think it's a lot better than it was last year. Um, and, you know, the Tifosi and the Italian media and press are always very um, harsh when it comes to Ferrari. They expect victory all of the time. And I lost, well, Ferrari's last champion is 2007, and it now it's yeah. 15 years. So we're waiting and waiting. But um, I think uh, they're on a good path at the moment. Yeah. Sash, can you give us a brief history of Formula One in South Africa? Well, I mean, listen, you've got to go back to the 1960s where we raced in East London. I, I wasn't around at that time. But, um, you know, stories that I've heard, uh, it was magnificent. That circuit is still there and used for, for racing. And then in, I think it was 63, it moved up to Kyle Army, the yeah. original Kyle Army. And uh, in the 80s, we had a couple of races. And then in the 90s, we had our last race in 93. Um, and then there were various reasons, of course, political reasons as well, and, and it was taken away. And now it's 30 years that we're still waiting for a return. We've got the facility. Oh. So, you know, it is time that we put Africa back on the map and, and, and Kyle Army. What are the big names that you remember from that more recent era? Well, uh, you know, going back in, in 85, watching uh, Michele Alboreto, Stefan Johansson, uh, those drivers, then of course, Nigel Mansell, Prost. I saw Schumacher for the first time at Kyle Army in 93. I saw Senna racing um, in 92 and 93. And I was fortunate enough to go in 93 to Monza and, and watch Ayrton Senna. I didn't know it was going to be his last race that I would see him drive. And then of, of course he, he died the last year. But, you know, watching Schumacher for the first time, Prost, who was yeah. just a genius, Mansell, um, Alacy, you know, just very, very special, special drivers. And, and then watching their careers on the TV, unfortunately, mainly uh, after 93. So no prizes for guessing who you'd like to see on the starting grid now? W without a doubt, Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, um, and of course, Charles Leclerc. Our grade that we have now, I think, is a wonderful grade of, of, of Formula One talent. And I think we as South Africans deserve to see these guys in South Africa. 
As far as the South African Grand Prix um, next year, how long have negotiations been going on? You know, Derek, we don't get much out of the South African Grand Prix consortium. But as far as I know, this was established around about five years ago. And in 2021, we were told, oh, we're not getting a race in 2022. But this last year, there's been a tremendous uh, uh, move. Um, and there's been a lot of talk about, you know, yeah. a return to, to South Africa. And we've all been hoping for, for quite a lot. And I just heard even yesterday that uh, Warren Schechter, who's the CEO of SAGP, has come out and says there won't be a race for 2023. But he doesn't give any reasons. And that's no. what's very, very confusing. About two months ago, Derek, I thought we're about 80% there. Surely no. this is going to happen. And all of a sudden, something seems to have gone wrong. More than likely money. Um, unfortunately, but we're not getting much. So we're having to speculate that uh, about what, what is, is going on. The facilities there, the infrastructure of South Africa is ready for it, despite what anybody else can say. We can host this, this thing. Um, and the people are extremely excited. We have a wonderful history of motorsport yeah. in South Africa. It has to happen. Two reasons uh, I've heard are lack of government support and uh, the cost involved in upgrading Kyle Army. If, if I look at those two variables, and, and if you say that the cost of upgrading Kyle Army is what is the... the 100 million. The, the, the hammer. I go 100 million rand in the context of Formula One racing is not a lot of money, I'm sorry to say. Um, and surely they can find somewhere, whether or not Toby Fenter yeah. spends the 100 million or the promoter finds the 100 million, surely that can be done. The lack of government support, from what I had heard previously, we had private investors, everything was going along, so we didn't really need government support. Now, all of a sudden, there's government that is coming in. What's the problem? Tourism is the, the best avenue to go. The Department of Tourism are the people that should be coming up and saying, what are you short of? Are you short of 200 million, 300? We'll put it in. They're going to make 10 times that in the first year, just in terms of uh, the return with the amount of people that would come. I don't see that as a, a problem. Perhaps the promoter, government, private investors haven't sat around the table and, and worked this out properly. But Formula One is a huge business. And um, they take the spoils. Yes. And it's difficult to make an immediate profit out of Grand Prix. I don't think any country has. 100%. Formula One owns everything. They own the media rights. They own the trackside advertising. They own the paddock club. They own everything. And, of course, you pay for the right to yeah. host the Grand Prix. So for a promoter, how is, are they going to make their money? Well, number one, with sponsorship, okay? So you look at your various sponsors, and yes, it is big money, so maybe you have a little bit of government uh, intervention and they, they, they assist. And then, of course, you've got ticket sales, and that's where you've got to be very sensitive in terms of what the, these, these kind of costs are. Mm. But there is a model in Formula One business that actually does show that you can make a profit. Silverstone Grand Prix, for example, they're the only country that doesn't get government assistance. And yet every year they still host a Grand Prix and they make it profitable. Yes, they can over a weekend get over 400,000 people there. But 
you know, mm. they don't have a couple of billion pounds coming from uh, government. So can be done. If, if, if they weren't making any money or profitable, they wouldn't do it. The big spin-off, though, is tourism, isn't it? Without a doubt. I mean, if you sit and let's, let's just do hypothetical numbers. If we got uh, 60,000 people that can fit into Kyle Army, I can guarantee that at least 25,000 of those or even more would come from probably Europe, United States, even Australia. And they're not going to just spend three days here. No. They're going to spend two weeks here. That money is going to filter into our economy. Their money is so much stronger than ours. It's a no-brainer, Derek. It really is from an economical point of view, from a tourism point of view, putting us back on the map in a much more positive light as South Africa is something that we all really desperately need as well. International recognition without helps doubt. business. It's, it's business. And, and also, Kyle Army's got a history. Most of the people that you talk to internationally would love to see Kyle Army back because of its, uh, its history. And, you know, people know about Kyle Army. Tickets would be expensive, maybe around, what, 8,000 rands? Well, you know, this is where also Warren Schechter said it will be affordable for the average South African. So he would mm. more than likely try and get bigger sponsorship in to try and bring that price down. But if, for example, and there are hundreds and thousands of people right now leaving on aeroplanes, going to go and watch Grand Prix um, internationally from South Africa with our funny little money. And they're prepared to spend uh, 25 to 40,000 rand. Yes, including a ticket, accommodation, and a ticket. But those tickets are usually round about anything between eight and 12,000 rand. So, and that's a lot of money um, uh, for a South African. African to go and spend. But I think you could more than likely work on something between one and a half thousand to six thousand rand for a relatively decent ticket. And then I think the promoters would make the VIP tickets very, very expensive. And that's maybe where they would recoup it because your corporates are going to go and spend 50, 60,000 rand um, per ticket. But how can we take Formula One to the rest of the country? Those not so fortunate. Well, contrary to, to popular belief, it is incredibly popular around the whole country, whether it's in the townships, whether it's in the fancy bars in the northern suburbs or in the Western Cape uh, restaurants. Anywhere you go, you will find somebody wearing a Formula One style shirt. Lewis Hamilton has done a huge amount of trying to promote the South African Grand Prix. Um, as recently as the Spa in Belgium, he was wearing a, a bracelet of mm. a South African flag. And he's also behind the scenes been pushing for a Grand Prix. He's been here quite a few times. But it's amazing. You would, you would be uh, remiss to uh, underestimate how popular Formula One is within the whole context of South Africa and not just fancy places like this. So what about the rest of Africa, potential for Grands Prix? Well, I don't think, um, I mean, years ago there was racing in Morocco. Uh, there is, I think, still a makeshift circuit. But for them to go and invest into it now from a money point of view, you're looking at, at uh, hundreds of millions of dollars to go and create a purpose-built track. But the excitement of yeah. a lot of the rest of Africa. And I have a lot of people through my Formula One work 
that uh, follow me from Nigeria, Congo, Kenya, uh, Zimbabwe, uh, Ethiopia. And as soon as this was sort of announced that there's the potential of South Africa getting the Grand Prix again, you cannot believe the buzz in Kenya, in Congo, in Nigeria, all saying, guys, we are coming. So they're going to come here as well, which is, I think, just fantastic. I think at present, South Africa is the right place. Kailami is the right place for Formula One to return to the African continent. So now we look at 2024. What are the chances? I'm very hopeful. But what, what worries me is that we, we seem to have been so close. What's going to change within a year? Surely we need to nail this down now. Formula One, as you said earlier, is a business. And if we cannot come up with the guarantees, unfortunately, as much as we sentimentalists, Formula One are going to say, listen, we tried really hard, but mm. um, so-and-so have given us the guarantees and sorry, you're off the calendar. We have to nail this in before, I believe, the end of this year. Sasha, don't you think the whole process of bidding or whatever we call it, should be more transparent. Maybe there'd be more um, help forthcoming. Um, I, th I think the way that Bernie Eccleston structured this from the 1980s, he kept it as a very, very exclusive club. And it was more of a handshake, Derek. It was a handshake. Yeah. Um, and I think that Liberty, you own it, have, have liked that model where they've kept it rather secretive. I'm just a little bit frustrated that um, we are not getting more from the actual uh, supposed promoter in South Africa as to what is happening. We are picking up information that has been leaked out from Formula One or the FIA internationally, whereas we're not being told that much by our own uh, people about uh, what is going on. But negotiations, I think, are very, very difficult to do. Um, I don't see, for example, South Africa paying the amount of money that Qatar or Bahrain would pay for a Grand Prix. Um, and those have to be secretive. Um, I suppose that has to be between <laughs> F1 and the promoter. Even talk of uh, rival circuits being built in South Africa. Is that a bit far-fetched? I think it, I, I know that there's talk in Velcom. They want to try and re-establish that, uh, that circuit, which is a wonderful place. Wow. There was talk of, of doing a street circuit down in Cape Town. Um, and that all of a sudden, now you're talking about numbers that are a lot more than I think what is required to secure Grand Prix at Kyle Army. The track yeah. is built. It's purpose-built. Now to go and do uh, 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 infrastructure in Cape Town of, of changing roads, all of those things, you're into the hundreds and hundreds of millions of rands to do that every single year just to host the Grand Prix, where I go, purpose-built track, thank you very much minor modifications here and there every single year, work out the traffic, get the police involved in terms of traffic flow, and everyone has a great time. Sasha, it sounds like you should be on the panel here um, directing the show. Well, I'm sure they got my number. I'd love to have a chat. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, one person we have the backing of is Sir Lewis Hamilton. So Lewis Hamilton has been to South Africa quite a few times on holiday as well. And 10 years ago, he came out here as a McLaren driver and drove the Kyle Army circuit, loved it. He's very pro-Africa and he's very pro-Grand Prix coming to South Africa. And Derek, I think it's essential 
that we have a South African Grand Prix with Lewis Hamilton. Mm. And don't forget, Lewis Hamilton is getting towards the end of his career. He might go on for six, seven years and it, it would be wonderful. But I think it is something required and would be very special to have Sir Lewis at a South African Grand Prix from an African perspective. In my opinion, it's essential.